Praise God. You are welcome to day 16 of our return fast. You have made it this far. The Lord will give you the reward of choosing him this 2021. You will see him show his face in your life like never before. You are coming in because you are accepted here. You are loved here. The Father is welcoming you into his embrace, into his love, into his kingdom. You are everything he wants you to be. And you have chosen him as your everything. God bless you for returning. Just return and worship him. Just tell him hallelujah. He's worthy, he's worthy. Hallelujah. Oh, holy. Tell him he's holy, he's holy. Holy. Yes, you are God. You, Lord God Almighty. Worthy is the Lamb. Hallelujah. Worthy is the Lamb. You are holy. God, my Father, tell him he's holy. Are you Lord God Almighty? Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb. Just worship the God who is your father, the one who loves you beyond any shadow of doubt. You come to the righteous judge today and he hears you. You come prepared to deal with everything that has stood in the way of your success, of your breakthrough. Everything that is a hindrance to God's call upon your life. You come today to answer for every accusation and to see that your plans in God come to pass. Amen. So we're just going to start today with um, straight into Luke 18, where we'll see what Jesus talks about the courts of heaven and how he talks about the Father. Hallelujah. So Jesus tells a parable here. What is a parable? A parable is a story that is told in earthly terms, but actually connotes a spiritual meaning. Hallelujah. See, Jesus Christ is God, the Son, and he comes from the kingdom of the Father. Hallelujah. He comes from the kingdom realm of God. He is spirit. Your God is spirit. So when he comes from that realm into the natural realm, he begins to tell us stories so that our natural senses will comprehend. And when we comprehend it based on the circumstances surrounding it that are quite familiar to us, we are now going to translate into the spirit realm. His purpose in coming to earth 
is to redeem us from the earth mentality and from the shackles of death and the grave and sin and to take us higher into his kingdom. That is why we are seated in heavenly places with him. Hallelujah. So when you hear him tell parables, just know that everything he's saying to you has every iota of the kingdom of God and the spirit realm and how it operates. And never just take it literally like it is earthly. He is a man of the spirit. He comes from the spirit realm and he comes to show you, to show you the light of God. If he wants to come down to our level, he comes down to our level to redeem us. He makes us understand what he knows we will understand better. So begin to operate in the spirit right now and receive his parable as everything that happens, that transpires in the kingdom of your God. He starts that. He spoke a parable to them, showing that this is how men ought to pray and not give up. Other translations say that this is how you ought to pray and not to lose heart. Jesus. So Jesus is showing us right here that there is a pattern of prayer where we can continue to pray and not give up and of all the scenarios he would portray to us he gives us a scenario of someone going before the judge hallelujah just step into the spirit and seize holy who are you Lord God almighty Worthy is the land. You come to your judge. He is righteous. He always rules in your favor. When we don't know, we don't do any better. Now you know you are always welcome. He will never condemn you. He never condemned Job or Joshua or even Simon, Peter. In verse 2, he says, There was a certain city, a judge who did not fear God nor regard man. So, Jesus is bringing this out for you to see that an earthly judge thinks in earthly terms, selfish. That's it. There is no regard for pleasing man or pleasing God or even respecting the personhood of who God is. And this is going to be in direct contrast to who your God is. An earthly judge can be subject to manipulation, but your God He listens. He is for you. He defends you. And Jesus said that now the widow in that city, she came to him saying, get justice for me from my adversary. 
what picture do you see when you talk about a widow? You see someone who has lost a loved one, someone who is stricken of something precious, someone who is hurt, someone in pain, someone suffering. Someone whose voice has been taken away. Someone in need of justice. Someone who doesn't feel loved or accepted anymore. That could be you right now. But you are not coming before an earthly judge. You are going before your heavenly father. Who is your righteous judge. Who will always rule in your favor. And Jesus said in verse 4. He said he would not for a while. But afterward. He said within himself. Though I do not fear man or God. Yet because this widow troubles me. I will avenge her. Lest her continual coming, she wearies me. Then the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge said. And shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him? So if an earthly judge, because remember the courts of heaven, are like the courts of the earth. It's just that they are very different in resemblance, in the characters that are there, that play the judicial role. If an earthly judge will say that, I am going to arise and give her vengeance, how much more your father in heaven? The one who sees all. The one who hears your cries to him day and night. He will speedily. You just need to step into court and focus on the judge. She said, give me justice against my adversary. She didn't go fighting the adversary. She didn't go attacking back, fighting back. No, that's not how you win battles in the spirit realm. You go to the righteous judge. He's the one who has the final say so. Don't waste your time fighting the devil. He wants to find you in the flesh. He's looking for something to trigger you in the external. But you take the battle to where you find favor. To where God rules in your favor. You have your mediator there. You have the spirits of righteous men that have been made perfect there. You have. The blood of Jesus there is speaking much better things concerning you than the blood of Abel. And you know when the blood of Abel spoke what happened? God came to earth and he went and rendered justice for that blood that was speaking. See, the blood of Jesus has set you free and redeemed you from sin and the curse of sin. Therefore, when you go to the Father, the blood of Jesus is there as witnesses. He's saying that I have redeemed, I have redeemed, but you need to show up like this widow showed up and you don't waste your time with the adversary. You focus on your judge, you focus on your father. That's why you return to him. Holy, 
through Job twice you see the members of the courts of heaven coming to present and then you saw that again in Zechariah 3 and Jesus Christ said to Simon he said that the enemy has been asking to sift you so the courts are always opened unto you in Daniel 7 verse 10 we see a picture a fiery stream issued from before him, a thousand thousands ministered to him, ten thousand times, ten thousand stood before him. The court was seated and the books were opened constantly. You can step in right now, whatever you have ready, you can go in. You can go in. You go in in repentance with a heart of humility. You present yourself. He's already there levying accusations against you. But what attitude do you carry when you step in there? You know, I've been to court several times and there are some things I even wonder if I ever did it. See, in the spirit realm, even your, the things that the earthly court can judge, the, the heavenly court sees all of that. Your motivations, the motivations of your heart. The heart of man, what is coming out of your heart. Even the good deeds you do, what motivates you to do them? Is it to look good? Is it to get something in return? See, we need to understand this realm better because there's so much in the bloodline that comes against us and we don't even realize the source of it but you see generations after generations there's one infirmity, there's one mental illness there's one um, sexual sin that keeps being recurrent there's um, all this darkness there's obesity, there's um, diabetes there's all these things this train of activities that take place in the bloodline and you begin to wonder how is this consistent? It's because there's a covenant in the bloodline. We saw it even grandparents, generations going into covenants with the enemy. Sometimes you give something in exchange for something and what you don't know is that it will cost your generations. Because the enemy doesn't play fair. You give him one step, he takes the whole mile. come to think of it, if doctors can without even seeing you and just having your blood, can tell what is inside your blood imagine you sit down with somebody who eats all the unhealthy things and you are a very healthy person but then you see some things show up in your life and they don't show up in that person's life because you have a different gene pools and they what are the covenants in the bloodline that continue to resurface that even medicine can find out how much more 
covenants in the spirit. How much more? That is why Jesus came to redeem the entire bloodline. That is why we need to apply the blood of Jesus into all the areas of our lives. You got to understand that there's so much more to you. There's so much more you can be if you will take these issues and get rid of them so that nothing stalls, nothing stands in the way of God's call upon your life, that you can progress and you can find good success and fulfill your call and your destiny. There's things in the way the accuser is making sure of it. And you don't want him to keep winning these cases against you and changing you of the opportunities you have in God. And God wants you to come and show up because he is the righteous judge that will answer you speedily. This is why we keep centered on him. The enemy wants us to look at everything else, everyone else that could be the problem. But there is one common enemy and he is your adversary. And that is the one to take to the judge to deal with. It's not your place to go around fighting people. Running all over the place. Fighting the devil. And then getting heat and getting all these attacks. All of that comes to play in your mental senses. It comes to play in your decisions. When you center and keep looking at the enemy instead of looking at your father. Look at the one who frames you. You become that which you look at. Look into a kingdom where you belong. Get accustomed to the spiritual atmosphere. And that's what Jesus is trying to show you in the scripture. Come up higher. I am transitioning you from this realm of understanding to a higher realm of understanding. And in this realm of understanding, when you stand before God and your adversary is levying these things against you, what do you do? You agree with him. Not on the earth. Don't go to somebody who has hurt you so much, who is instigating evil currently in your life and begin to agree to accusations that would strengthen the demonic against your life because other people would just rally around and come and attack you. Go to the courts of heaven. Those things they say you did that you know you didn't do, it's probably showing up in the bloodline and there's evidence in heaven. There's evidence where the I've seen the accuser bring sheets and sheets of papers and present them where I've taken people to court. And they are like, you know, somebody got molested and they have to repent for it. And they're like, why, why do I repent for something that I did not do? It was done to me. You see, there's covenants in the blood that gives the enemy legal rights to do certain things, which God does not approve of. For sure, he doesn't. But there's law. The enemy claims what is his. And God is a God of justice. He's the epitome of justice. He stays true. If there's evidence, it happens. So when someone hurts you in that way, the enemy just opens the door for so much betrayal and unforgiveness and pain. And I'm telling you, the greatest path you can ever have is not to focus on that pain. I know it's real. 
I know it's so real, but I want you to know that there's something that is even more real. You are a daughter of the Most High God. You're a son of God, and you belong to Him, and you have access through Jesus Christ right now to step in. Because that door of access just gave room for everything else. It gave room for all the trauma to come into your life. It gave room for all the, the, the ill feelings you have, the lack of trust, the hatred of a certain sex. All of that. The hatred of a certain group of people. It said in family. A family group. You can't stand because of that hurt. It's caused so much pain to you. But that pain that sits there is not of God and God wants you free of it so that it does not keep growing. See, you think it's pain, but what it is is a spirit trying to get dominion over you. You're trying to take over your life. So the demonic kingdom is all about who is stronger? It's a dog eat dog realm where everyone is striving like their master, the devil. He wanted to be God. So his minions are just like him. They are all seeking to be like him. So what they do is they try to get everyone else, just like the devil rallied the many hosts to join him in his campaign. This is what they do. They go rally others. Remember scripture says that when a spirit leaves, it goes. When it tries to come back and it sees that that place is clean, it goes and gets seven others who are even stronger. So he goes to talk them into a game, a good game. Come, let's take over this territory. I once inhabited it. I know what she likes. I know the things that will entice her. And that's why you keep having hurt after hurt, rejection after rejection. It's because this spirit was once there and it's trying to get back to you and it gets stronger demons. That's why you see this pattern reoccurring, whatever that pattern is in your life right now. But you want all of this out. You want it out. You don't even realize how much covenant you've gotten into. And you see that same pattern. Your daughter grows up and she's having the same cycle of betrayal in her life. See, there's a kingdom of God that the more you stay and embrace and live in it, the more you keep winning cases and the more you keep having the kingdom realm around you excited to show you. That's why God says to set your affections above. Where you are seated in heavenly places with God. Set your affections there. There. Be there. Delight in this kingdom. And you will see that kingdom begin to manifest around you. There's angels assigned to you to assist you as a son of God. So step into the kingdom realm of God. Right now. In Matthew 5, 25 to 26. What do you do? Agree with your adversary quickly while you are on the way with him. Lest your adversary deliver you to the judge, the judge hand you over to the officer and you'll be thrown into prison. This is the whole tactics of the enemy. And Jesus says, for sure, Assuredly, it is certain 
That when this happens, if you do not agree with your adversary and you keep making excuses and they keep piling up against you and your life keeps deteriorating, assuredly, I say to you, Jesus is giving a firm instruction. You will by no means get out of there till you have paid the last penny. This is what he will ensure. He will make sure you pay for everything you have done with him. Everything you have done for him, he makes you pay. To the last penny. Agree. Agree with your adversary. Whatever the mediator, the spirit of God is bringing to your remembrance now to repent for, just begin to repent. Just begin to repent. Just begin to repent now. Just begin to repent now. You're before him. You're before him. You're before him. Holy. Oh, holy. You're before him. Jesus said, I, I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. And shall God not avenge his own elect who cry out day and night to him, though he bears long with them? I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the Son of Man comes, will he really find faith on the earth? You do this by faith, guys. He is showing you. He is explaining to you in earthly terms. And he's showing you the breach between this earthly understanding into a spiritual understanding is by faith. Will he find faith? Will he find you? Ascend to the courts of heaven by faith. Will the son of man find what he's looking for inside of you? Because without faith, you cannot please God. Without faith, you cannot receive anything good from the Lord. It's a step of faith you're taking right now. You are pushing against all the grain and all the earthly mindset you have incorporated over the years. You are changing your frame of existence and turning through a return fast to your father. Pushing against the grain, pushing against the philosophies, everything else you have been told and, and taught today, you are turning towards the righteous judge and recognizing that you are expected to be there. Don't hold back. Don't hold back. There is no point engaging in darkness anymore. There is no point. There is no point living in sin and failure. And yes, many may say that I repented when I gave my life to Christ. But repentance is a continuous thing because guess what? You still sin. So let's all just be so real and embrace truth and just repent. Say, Lord, I repent. I ask that you forgive me for harboring that abuse, for harboring this unforgiveness and this pain. 
for harboring this betrayal and this rejection and reacting in the same manner as the spirit that afflicted me. I ask that you forgive me, God. You set me free. I come to you alone because you are my righteous judge against you alone have I sinned. Forgive me, cleanse me, separate me from this afflictor, from this affliction. Liberate me into your marvelous light, Lord. I embrace you. I turn away from all others. I turn away from every covenant and agreement in the bloodline. I repent for every part I've played in harboring this sins in my life, for harboring this motives in my life, for harboring this tendencies and these thoughts that swim around my life. Forgive me, God. I repent, Lord. I come to you and I ask God that you give me separation papers that liberate me and set me forth into a new journey with you. I welcome you. I welcome your kingdom. I welcome your plans for my life. I choose you above everything else. I say, come Lord Jesus. I choose to allow you frame my world, frame my mind, my thoughts, my imaginations. Cleanse me of that, Lord. I center my life around you, your kingdom, your ways, your truth, your life. I choose you to lead me in the way to life, in the way to truth. I walk on your path into the way leading to the kingdom of God. And I thank you, Father, because I receive your righteous verdict. I am free because the Son of Man sets me free. I step into the earth realm to manifest and reflect everything I've received from your kingdom. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are almighty. Worthy is your name. I give you praise and honor. Glory, Lord. You have done this for me. You have liberated me from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of your light. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God bless you so much for tuning in today. Just allow your day to be centered in his kingdom. God bless you. You are so deeply loved. Goodbye. We are delighted to see you thrive as a spirit being, worshiping God in spirit and truth. One who is one spirit with God, the father of all spirits. You can follow us at Spirit Talks with Nadia on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. If you like our content, we would appreciate your feedbacks. Please leave us some reviews or comments on any of our social media handles. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you immediately get notifications every time we upload a new episode. Thank you so much for coming on this journey with us into the Father's kingdom. Thank you.